I'm not hungover. Y'all are. <laughs> Welcome. Go Braves. I, I've got all, I, I don't have my World Series pullover yet, so I've got my NL champs pullover on today. For the for the what a yes, we'll get into the election, but this is bigger than that. The Astros and the Braves united together on the field to boo the MLB commissioner off the field at the end of the game last night. It was spectacular. Oh my gosh, it was spectacular. The Braves are triumphant, uh, and I got to tell you, I, I be being a Braves fan, it is the day after the game. And I still expect there to have to be a seventh game. I do. I mean, it's it's the ninth inning. It's seven and nothing. And I'm thinking, oh, we can still lose this thing. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! What a what a night. Uh, the election and the Braves. Uh, I'll get into the Braves. I, I will. Uh, and I'm I'm sorry to those of you. I know I've got some Astros listeners out there, but I, I'm. This show comes to you from my flagship station, WSB, in Atlanta, Georgia. And several of the players on that team are listeners of this here program. And I would like them to know how much I appreciate what they did. And I hope they have a wonderful offseason and a relaxing time. And they come back next year. I just, I got a sneaking suspicion that next year's Braves are not this year's Braves. But that's okay. We'll take the win. Now, we need to have a long conversation today. For those of you who are unfamiliar with how I do radio the day after the elections, I do a massive deep dive of everything that happened yesterday. And it will be in the weeds a little bit. I'll try to keep it lively. But I have to begin with a bigger, broader statement to get into it. Stop. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're thinking, stop saying the elections last night that went badly for the Democrats were about critical race theory. Just stop. That does a disservice to what happened. Last night was far bigger, far, far bigger than critical race theory. This morning, Brianna Keeler on CNN is still saying it's a racist dog whistle. Jamel Hill, who supported the Democrats in Virginia, one of those Democrats being a man who was either in blackface or Klan hood, claims America still racist. You know, under the rules of critical theory, under the rules of intersectionalism, those blue check mark social media icons and figures in the media and talking heads on television who are telling you America is racist were put there by the white woke progressives to tell the white woke progressives what they want to hear. None of those people got there on their own merit under critical theory, under critical theory. They got there because the oppressors allowed them to be there to tell the oppressors what they want to hear. And what the oppressors still want to hear is that America is racist. For the rest of you, stop it. Stop saying it was critical race theory because it was everything, not one thing. It was everything. For you Democrats, and I really want to talk to the Democrats, and I know a lot of you won't want to listen today. I need you to hear me. 
You're not going to hear me, but you should hear me. All of you, Republican, Democrat, conservative, progressive, libertarian, atheist, Christian, Muslim, Jew, you should listen to me right now. What happened last night is not the midterms. It is a harbinger of the midterms. These elections that come in the year after a presidential election are a big indicator of where the midterms are going. And if so, it's going to be a bloodbath for the Democrats. It was a bloodbath for the Democrats last night. The president of the New Jersey State Senate is on the verge of losing to a man who spent $153 who may or may not exist. We don't really know. He's a truck driver, apparently. The governor of New Jersey barely won. New Jersey. We're not talking Virginia yet. A socialist Democrat who beat the mayor of Buffalo, New York in the Democratic primary lost to the mayor of Buffalo, New York, who ran as a write-in candidate on protecting police officers. It was bigger than critical theory. And all the Republicans were out there today, oh, it's culture, 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 culture. It's everything. It's not one thing. It's not your thing. It's not my thing. It's not your pet thing. It's everything. The Democrats are doing worse than Donald Trump did, and they said they would do better. COVID has not gone away. Anthony Fauci is on television this morning saying, even if we vaccinate all the five-year-olds, COVID's not going to go away. So why do it? Inflation has gone up and the Democrats have blamed you. Said you're buying too much. They're trying to tell you your income has gone up. When if you're poor or middle class, you can barely afford to fill up your car with gas. And now they're telling parents you can't have any input in your kid's education and your desire to do so makes you a racist, makes it bad. You should have no say in your kid's education. Parents spent the last year at home with their kids on Zoom calls, listening for the first time to what their kids actually learned in school every day and were shocked, appalled, and horrified. The only ones who weren't were the rich white progressives who could afford to send their kids to private schools that stayed open. And those rich white progressives in charge of everything right now told the rest of the parents, screw you, you're bad for even wanting to change. In fact, you're the problem. Americans did not turn Democrats out last night because of critical race theory in schools. Americans turned Democrats out of power last night because they put Democrats in power thinking they would return us to a status quo that was before Trump, and they made it worse instead, and not only made it worse, but when you complained, the Democrats said you were a racist bigot for complaining. Americans rejected the Democrats last night in Virginia and New Jersey, in Pennsylvania, in Washington State, in New York, across the board, in random races, because the Democrats in Washington and nationally lost their damn minds. They've made the economy worse. They've retreated from the battlefield and emboldened our enemies and then told us they did it for us. And it was going to make the situation better when it's going to make the situation worse. They've gaslighted us. It's like the Kardashians, the, the, the Kardashians, not the Kardashians, the Kardashians beating Jean-Luc Picard, telling him that the number of lights were wrong. I mean, they've been gaslighting us. 
They tell us critical theory isn't in school when we've got the documents that show critical theory is in school. They tell us our pay has gone up when we've got the pay stubs that show it has not gone up. They say the prices in the grocery store haven't really gone up that much when we've got the gas, when we've got the receipts from the grocery store that do. They tell us they want to lower gas prices when all of their policies are designed to price us out of the gas market and force us into battery-powered cars we don't have the money for. And when you complain, they tell you it's for your own good. When you complain, they tell you, why aren't you sufficiently committed to the cause? When you complain, they tell you, why do you want everyone to die in climate change? When you complain, they call you a racist. When you complain, they say you should have no input whatsoever in your life or your children's lives. And they're not going to learn. They should learn. It was not critical theory last night. It was everything. Voters are pissed off. They're masked up. They don't want to be. They've been jabbed multiple times. Some of them have to lose their jobs. And the Democrats are cheering it on. The Democrats cheer you on when you lose your job because you're not doing what they want you to do. And then they pay other people to stay unemployed. And they've lost the plot. They got elected and replaced Donald Trump to make lives better, and they made lives worse. They said Donald Trump was the tweeter-in-chief, and he was a mean, bad tweet. Orange man, bad. And then they came to power, and they started treating you like Donald Trump treated them. And the voters had enough. And all the Democrats have now is the race card. In the state of Virginia last night, the first black woman got elected as lieutenant governor. And you haven't heard of it, have you? Because the media chose not to cover her because she ran as a Republican. She's a Marine. The media didn't cover that. They'll cover some random progressive mayoral candidate, but they won't cover the lieutenant governor of Virginia who broke a glass ceiling and then some because she's got the wrong letter next to her name. The Republicans in Virginia, the voters in Virginia, elected a Hispanic man as attorney general for the first time in the state. And you know what? Pay no attention to this one. Don't don't listen to me now. Close your ears. You don't want to hear it. Republicans in Virginia won 52% of the Hispanic vote. Racists, all of them. All we have heard for the last year is racism this, racism that, deny, 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 deny. When parents are seeing it, the Democrats have said, don't believe your own ears, don't believe your own eyes, don't believe your pocketbook, don't believe any of it. We're making it better and they've made it worse. We can't get out of our masks. We've got to be jabbed multiple times against our will. Our kids are subject to it as well. Whether we want them or not, they want to impose it on all of us. They want to tell us what to do. After years of my body, my choice, you want to exercise your choice, they say, screw you, lose your job. They withdrew from a battlefield in Afghanistan. They left it behind a terrorist, and they got 13 Americans killed along the way. And now they want to pay a bunch of illegal aliens $450,000 a pop when they won't pay that much to the families of the dead soldiers. They say they're taking on China, but their corporate allies are pouring money into China. You got Colin Kaepernick lecturing you on the slavery in the NFL. And if you disagree with him, you're a racist bigot and you better bend your knee or else. 
They don't like election laws that made elections better. They yanked the all-star game out of Atlanta. The Braves fans said, screw y'all, won the World Series and booed Rob Manfred. Good for them. And the American public booed the Democrats last night for basically the same thing. The Democrats made it worse. It's not one thing, it's everything. It's not your thing or my thing, it's everything. It's not your pet issue, it's all of our pet issues, and then some. They made it all worse and they promised to make it better. They promised to return to normalcy, and then they tried to redefine the present times as the new normal. And then when you complain, they blame you. They raise your prices, they regulate the gas pump to make the gas price go up. They say you're a bad person because clearly you hate the environment. And oh, hey, by the way, let's lionize a guy who says that environmentalists should start blowing up pipelines. The New York Times did that. The New Yorker did that. The left did that. There's a book out there with this guy. He's actually advocating terrorism. Meanwhile, the White House says you are a terrorist if you want to have input in your kid's education. And the punchline to all of this the humorous point on which you and I will laugh is that today the Democrats are doubling down. They've learned nothing overnight. I told you people on the radio yesterday, by midnight last night, America would be racist again, and they are already, the white anchors on CNN and the black pundits on Twitter, they're all together. It's all racism. It's a white lash. No. It's a backlash of voters who were promised things would get better and in every measurable way, Democrats made them worse. But to the Democrats, they think worse is better. And if you don't like it, you're to blame, not them. But unfortunately for the Democrats, you get a vote. You all get a vote. And you all voted last night to throw them out of office, which just means you're a bunch of racist bigots and we're going to be putting up with that for the next year because the Democrats will not learn the lesson. They can't learn the lesson because they have internalized to their detriment that anyone who disagrees with them is a racist, homophobic, transphobic bigot intent on destroying the planet. Next year, these next 365 days, are going to be a roller coaster ride of hate from the Democrats towards the middle class. And then doom will come. Americans continue to navigate through multiple crises this year. We the People, a Bradley Speaker series, offers insights and ideas on the current challenges we face from some remarkable organizations the Bradley Foundation supports. Visit bradleyfdn.org/liberty to watch their most recent episode, it features Stephen Suckup, author of The Dictatorship of Woke Capital, How Political Correctness Captured Big Business, an Encounter Books publication. In the episode, Suckup discusses the left's gradual takeover of corporate America and why the free market hasn't been able to prevent it, the dangerous impact of shareholder activism and efforts to push back on it. That's Bradley with an L-E-Y at the end, fdn.org slash liberty to watch the video. New episodes debut weekly. Go back often, subscribe to their YouTube channel to be notified when a new episode is posted. That's bradleyfdn.org slash liberty. I won't do a solo tomahawk chop, but my goodness gracious, what a night last night, y'all. Just just please, I I, I know I, I got a national audience. I do. I spent a decade doing evening drive time uh, in Atlanta. My flagship station's in Atlanta. I got... 
more than a dozen stations in Georgia. We're all Braves fans. Well, except for that one guy. <laughs> Last night, I, I'm, it, it, it was just, wow. I, I, I don't really even have words to describe it. I, so I was, I was talking to one of the players after uh, the, the, the national league championship. And he was saying it's, you can't really describe the feeling that you've been there. And I get that there have been, there have been moments and events in my life where it was like uh, in, in my industry, in my career and what I do hitting a grand slam and you can't really describe that to other people. You can't really describe, and you know your own feeling, but for a player, it's it's something entirely different. And I got to say, uh, everyone, the Astros have made a good villain given their past and the cheating, and they really, really had something to prove. I mean, that team needed to prove that they could win without cheating. And they came all the way to the World Series this time. And they played a heck of a game. My goodness. Some of those outfield catches by the Astros last night were incredible. And so I am I'm sitting on my front porch last night. I did a live stream at 7 on Instagram and Facebook. It broke out the 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 Sunday night bourbon and cigars for a Tuesday night election night and World Series game. Probably need to apologize to the governor of the state of Georgia for some of my text messages to him at two o'clock this morning. <laughs> it was his birthday. He was up. Um, I just, I gotta, I, I gotta say it was, it was just a lot of fun to sit on the porch and watch that game and watch the meltdown on MSNBC. It was the most profound thing. Now I, I want you to hear a clip. This is a this is a, a very, very precious clip to me. This is Brian Williams on MSNBC finally announcing Glenn Youngkin won. They waited until almost midnight, after midnight, to do it when it was already on social media decision desk, called it like nine o'clock. Listen to the tone of voice. I have to take it back for two pieces of news. We're going to dip in and listen to the governor of New Jersey, but more importantly, we've just made a call. NBC News has determined that when all the votes are in, Glenn Youngkin is the governor-elect of the Commonwealth of Virginia. He was able to piece together a victory, keeping Donald Trump at bay while going hard on state issues and not turning away all aspects of Trumpism either. But in the end, it was uh, something like uh, student and parent rights at school uh, that allowed him uh, as a relative newcomer to come in and defeat the one-time governor of the Commonwealth who was running for another bite at the apple. Like reading an obituary. All right. It is Eric Erickson, and I am really glad to have you with me here today. And the phone number, I am happy to take any of your questions about the election last night or, or comments about the Braves. We'll even allow the Astros fans in as long as they say nice things about the Braves. 877-973-7425. Uh, happening right now, the Larry Sabato crystal ball, man, that guy's melted down. 
but he's got some good professional staff behind him at the Center for Politics at the University of Virginia. And they have moved the Arizona, Georgia, and Nevada Senate races from leans Democrat to toss up. You heard me right. Georgia, Arizona, and Nevada uh, now have leaned from lean Democrat to toss up. Colorado is now being moved from safe Democrat to likely Democrat. My goodness. All right. Now I want to do, I, I gave you the big picture in the first half hour. If you if you text the word data to 33777, you can go get my email. You can see the link at the bottom there for Substack. You can sign up whether you pay or not free of charge. I'm sending out the video complete in my Atlanta Braves NL Champs 2021 pullover. I'm, I'm sending the video, that opening monologue. You need to share it with your friends. Bottom line is it wasn't critical race theory. It wasn't education. It wasn't parental rights. It wasn't your issue or mine. It was everything and then some that caused last night. And now I want to put what happened in perspective. Let's deal with Virginia. Let, let me deal with the overview, and then we're going to go through lessons. This is going to be a little while. Virginia, the Republicans swept the governor's race, the lieutenant governor's race, the attorney general's race, and they won back the House of Delegates. It's looking like they may pick up nine seats there when all is said and done. Uh, they went from like a 45-55 to a 52-seat uh, majority. They, they were at 45. They're up to 52, it looks like. For now, they're going to pick up another seat or two. There was a seat in Virginia Beach where the Republicans were behind, and it turns out that there were some double-counting of absentee ballots in a precinct. When they fixed that, the Republicans won that seat. It was a big night. Virginia Beach has leaned Democrat for the last 20 years. It went Republican. Virginia Republicans won the Hispanic vote with 52% of the vote. The first black female lieutenant governor of Virginia history will be a Republican, a Marine, Winsome Sears. They've been telling us all we need to be more winsome. We, oh, we are in Virginia. The Republican Hispanic Attorney General nominee won. It'll be the first Hispanic lieutenant governor in Virginia history. Black voters stayed home in Virginia. Terry McAuliffe tried to make abortion a big issue. They tried to fire up voters on abortion, according to both the CNN and NBC exit polling. If your issue was abortion, you went for the GOP by 12%. And then there was New Jersey. New Jersey was a very good night for the GOP. Uh, the Senate president in New Jersey is on the verge of losing by about 2,000 votes to a man no one was really sure existed. The man is a truck driver who has a Facebook page, no campaign apparatus. He spent all of $153 and may win the seat held by the Senate president in New Jersey. New Jersey Democrats across the board were wiped out. The governor in New Jersey won barely. They only called the race about two hours ago. He was expected to win by seven points. There was, to put this in perspective for you, in New Jersey, there was a 16-point swing away from where the Democrats were a year ago. New Jersey is considered the most suburban state in the nation. It turns out that the suburbs are not a lock for the Democrats. They were renting them. They did not buy them from the GOP, and the voters evicted them last night. Last night was the end of the eviction moratorium for elections. Suburban voters swung back to the GOP 
overwhelmingly across the nation in local elections. That is a harbinger for 2022. The mayors across America who were soft on crime were thrown out of office. In Seattle, Washington, a Republican has won the city attorney's race. I don't know historically the last time a Republican held that office. In Pennsylvania, the Democrats were expected to sweep the judicial branch. They did not. In fact, they still have a 5-2 majority in in the uh, Supreme Court because not all of them were up at once. They were expected to go to 6-1. They're 5-2, held steady. The Republican won, and Republicans won the underlying judicial races in Pennsylvania. In Georgia... Rusty Paul won in Sandy Springs. He's a Republican who was running against a Stacey Abrams acolyte. Rusty Paul is a a prominent, well-known Republican, great guy, won the Sandy Springs mayoral race. The Democrats were were throwing everything they could at that race uh, as a signal that the Democrats were making further inroads into suburbia. This is not good for the Democrats and to some degree puts redistricting in the spotlight even here in Georgia, which, by the way, you should know as an aside, for those of you in Georgia, you need to know what Speaker David Ralston has done. David Ralston has presented a map for the State House of Representatives in Georgia that gets rid of all the conservatives, actually hands the Democrats five seats in the state legislature to get rid of all of the people who have criticized David Ralston. If the Republicans in the House of Representatives pass the map that David Ralston wrote to get rid of all of his enemies, they will be forfeiting automatically five seats. Including my friend Philip Singleton, they've drawn his district. The Speaker of the House in Georgia has tried to beat this guy two or three times. He's lost every time. So now he's drawn Philip Singleton's district to be an Atlanta district that stretches all the way out to noon in Georgia and made it a Democratic district just to be able to get rid of Philip Singleton. That's vindictive petty politics that the Republicans are going to have to stand up to. Why are they forfeiting five seats? Only for the Speaker. Elsewhere in Georgia and nationally, Republicans did very well, but most of those seats are nonpartisan. So how do you figure it out? Look at who is tough on crime. At the local level across the nation, the candidate who was tough on crime all won in almost every race. There were two races, I think, where defund the police candidates won. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, the local city council in Minneapolis wanted to defund the police. They put the measure on the ballot. It lost overwhelmingly. Black voters voted against it three to one. In Ohio, Several progressive enclaves tried to defund the police. They all lost. The suburbs are rejecting progressives. As much as the media loves Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the far left, the American public does not like them. And as much as the media is closer to them than to moderate Democrats, they insanely, insanely choose to ally with the woke progressives who Americans have just repudiated. Now, we need to dive into a lot of the big lessons here, and I will take your phone calls as well, 877-973-7425. Rarely do I write stuff out. Usually I freeform it. Usually I just like to, to get here and talk, but there are points I want to hit. 
Uh, point number one, uh, the suburbs shifted back to the Republican Party. The, the big narrative in 2020 was that the suburbs were finally moving Democrat. White suburban voters had gone left. Now, I told y'all, and everybody chose to ignore me, but I told y'all in January, in the runoff elections in Georgia where Kelly Leffler and David Perdue lost to Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, suburban white voters shifted back to the GOP by 6% in that race, even though the GOP lost. Because the GOP lost, no one paid attention to it, but the reality is there was a suburban shift there. In New Jersey, there's been a 16-point shift to the GOP in the suburbs. In Virginia, there's been an overwhelming shift in the suburbs. I don't know the exact percentage, but it was a sizable shift to the GOP in the suburbs. Suburban voters don't like the education policies of the Democrats, and they don't like crime. Now, that gets to lesson two. Parents are pissed. Excuse me using that word. I know it makes some people mad. If you are concerned about your children's education, actually, no, let let me give you this one first. If you are the parent of a child in elementary or secondary school, so K through 12, if you had a child K through 12, you voted for Glenn Youngkin in Virginia 20% more plus 20 for Glenn Youngkin for parents of kids in public schools. If you were concerned about your kid's education generally, if it was your number one issue, you voted for him over 30%. Now, the Democrats cannot process this. The Democrats are having a very hard time, as are their friends in the media. This is Brianna Keeler opening CNN this morning with a review of the election last night. Yeah, sure. I mean, let's be clear. Some of it was... Dog whistle. Yeah. Right. Some of it was uh, dog whistle racism. Thousand percent. But for a lot of voters, that's not what it was. It was more this this anxiety when it comes to schooling, having had their children out of school for so long. And obviously those not being choices that they made, but that were dictated for them. They may have agreed with them, but many clearly disagreed. But dog whistle, she doubled down on dog whistle. She got some of it right, but they still can't get it. This is Nicole Wallace on MSNBC. I think we know the answer to some of this. I watched Glenn Youngkin's interviews on Fox News, and he did nothing that Claire's, he did not, I mean, he worshipped at the altar of Donald Trump on Fox News. He flew an insurrection flag at his rallies. He simply didn't, he played dumb about a, 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 a Zoom rally. He did not really put much distance between himself and Donald Trump on the big lie or the deadly insurrection in which police officers were maimed by flagpoles. So I think that the, the real ominous thing is that critical race theory, which isn't real, turned the suburbs 15 points to the Trump insurrection endorsed Republican. What do Democrats do about that? Half of what she said wasn't even true. About the only thing she said was true was critical race theory turned the suburbs 15 points to the GOP. And thank you for giving me the number. It was a 15-point shift. Here's Joy Reid. Exit polls showed that, that, which was interesting, that the coronavirus or that the virus it was a very Has low was not importance to many yes, of the voters which there. Was it was education, right. which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race. And I mean, White parents don't like the idea of teaching 
about race. That That's how they're interpreting it today. And last night on CNN and MSNBC, that it's racist dog whistles. They still don't understand the wrath of parents because they're largely childless. The press is completely out to lunch on this because the press is out to lunch on this. The Democrats are going to be out to lunch on this. They do not get it. They think the GOP fought a culture war and won. They think it's all culture war issues. Some of the GOP does too today, but that's their big issue. Here's Nia Malika Hind on CNN. I think we also see the enduring power of the culture wars and the Republicans are better at playing this game because it's essentially white identity politics. That works for Republicans. We saw it in 2016, uh, and we're seeing it in some of these races now, particularly uh, in the McAuliffe race with the CRT issue uh, and education issue. And Republicans are better at the culture war. That's that's what they think. That's how they're processing this. They're getting so much wrong in the immediate after analysis, you're going to see that stuff lock in, and it's going to hurt the Democrats headed into 2022, and I'm okay with that. The more they think critical race theory isn't a thing, they think it's a racist dog whistle, the more they think this is all cultural war stuff, the more they're going to be prone to further alienate voters because they simply do not get it. It's not the culture war. It's not education. It's not critical theory. It's all of those things together and then so much more. It's that the Democrats promised to make America better and they went bat crap crazy and blamed you when you protested. That's what's going on right now. And they can't get it because they're emotionally invested in that narrative. Now, I want you to be invested in staying warm. Eden Pure has their Gen 40 heater. It works. I meant to show it off of the live stream last night, and I did not. But right now, you can get $120 off the lowest price. You've heard inflation surging. Prices everywhere are going up. People are desperate to save money. Well, you're going to want to save money on your energy bills, and you're going to stay warm this winter. They're predicting a chillier-than-normal winter, even in the southeast. So owners of the Eden Pure Gen 40 heater all over the country report lots of savings on their heating bills. In fact, Eden Pure is having a hard time keeping them in stock because there's so much demand for them. People are seeing real savings on their heating bills and demanding several Gen 40 heaters to prepare for the expensive heating season. They know it's coming. You know it's coming. You better stock up now. Eden Pure is giving you guys a discount of $220 off the Eden Pure Gen 40 regular price. That's an extra 20 bucks off the lowest sale price. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in Eric Heater as discount. So here's what you do. You go to EdenPureDeals.com. You'll see my name, Eric Erickson. Click it, and you'll see the Eden Pure Gen 40 Heater. Put it in your cart. At checkout, you'll see a discount code. Put in Eric Heater, E-R-I-C-K-H-E-A-T-E-R, no space, Eric Heater. Save $20 off what's listed. EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is Eric Heater, and you will get free shipping on this, my friends. Free shipping. Ah, uh, yes, Jamel Hill, formerly of ESPN, tweeting out, it's not the messaging, folks. The country simply loves white supremacy. Yep, they, they, they learn their lessons. They, they, they learn their lessons. It's actually just way too predictable. Oh, the tears of unfathomable sadness. Mm, yummy, yummy, you guys. <laughs> All right, to the phones we go. Spencer, you're going to be up first. Welcome. Hey, Eric. Hi there. Hey, I uh, love your show, and uh, I value your opinion. I wanted to get your opinion on this. Uh, it looks like based on the elections from yesterday, things look pretty good for the Republicans in the midterms. And I'm wondering, 
what are the things that the Republicans could do to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory? And what do you think are the chances of that happening? Uh, well, never underestimate the Republicans' chances of, of snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Uh, the, the biggest issue is, is don't go crazy. Um, you know, I, I want to spend a little bit actually in the next hour on this very topic, Spencer. So stick around. But the big number one issue is don't go crazy. The Democrats promised to return to normalcy and went absolutely bad crap crazy. So if the Republicans just don't out crazy the Democrats, they should be fine. But there are some tough choices the GOP is going to have to make along the way. Gary, you're going to be up next. Welcome. Hi, glad to talk to you. I wanted to say that I think the most important power the media has is to set definitions. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way to see that is see how expansive the definition of racism is. Everything's oh, yes. racism, no matter what. But CRT in Virginia, if it didn't say CRT and have the exact text, then it wasn't being done in the schools. Right. And so all those people on NSBC, NSNBC and uh, CNN can say, truthfully that there that it's not being taught in the schools because there's nothing that says crt taught here however we all know that it's being taught there and that's where the power is and that's where people have to call them out as as bullshit excuse me sorry gary um the democrats and the media have forever and a day tried to change the language. So, for example, they don't say CRT anymore. They say DEI. It's the same thing. It's very much like what they did with Common Core back in the day. Instead of saying Common Core, they wound up saying uh, Constitutional Core, Constitutional Curriculum, or things like that. It's what they do. They change the language, but they're still, it's the same thing they've always done. It's the same thing. And they're doing it with CRT now. They're calling it diversity, equity, and inclusion. And who can't be opposed to that? You must be a racist if you are, but the voters are on to them. And you thought these last two years were crazy. Welcome to 2022. It's coming up and nothing makes sense still, especially in business. If you're a small business owner, good luck getting financing from a big bank right now. I can offer you a fantastic solution. If you're looking for $750,000 or more in financing for your business, First Liberty Building and Loan. Let's say you want to buy a new building or you want to refi existing debt or you want to buy a company. Basically, you see opportunity for your business to grow, but you've hit a wall with the mega banks getting financing. That's where First Liberty Building and Loan and my friends, the Frost family, come in. They solve small business financing problems better than anyone I've ever seen. They say yes, where big banks say no. It's that simple. Look, just do this. Spend 10 minutes with them. Call them, First Liberty Building and Loan, say Eric sent you. In 10 minutes, you'll know if you're a good fit for their program. Go to firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. They help small businesses nationwide in all 50 states. Firstlibertyga.com.